For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scowls or impressed. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scowls or impressed. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scowls or impressed. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scowls or impressed. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at Radio City, this is Scalzo and Brust, presented by Potosi Brewing Company on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. ESPN Wisconsin. He is Benny Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. Alex Strofe, Joshy DiMaggio. Bless you. You're Thank you. The Scalzo and Brust family on Twitter at Scalzo and Brust. Calling us, texting us 800-990-3776 on Twitter. Again, at Scalzo and Brust. We have the polls posted. A couple of them so far today. The first, inside or outside of the Pfizer Forum, which do you prefer so far inside of the Fiserv over outside 65-35? I'm a little surprised about that. What did you think? It'd be higher for going into the game? No, I thought it would have been higher for people hanging outside of the game because it looked like such a part. Well, here's the thing. I feel as if if any of the people outside of the Pfizer Forum in the Deer District had the option, I mean, tickets are hard to get if they had the option of, hey, do you want to go inside or outside? Even if they're having a blast, it's a, yeah, I want to go in for the game. Not you, Joshy? No, I've turned down tickets to hang out outside before. So cool. Well, I didn't mean it that way. I, I gave them away. I, I gave them to a friend who wanted to. But to me, having be able to walk around, watch the game, talk to friends, you can't do that in a game. Yeah, but getting a beer is, like, exhausting out there. I mean, I think it's exhausting wherever you go. Touche. And despite the uh, evening of the series at two games apiece between the star-studded Brooklyn Nets, who Ben Bross said were going to roll by in a breeze, the Bucks have tied things up there at two. That still wasn't the story of the weekend in Wisconsin sports. That was Mark Murphy calling Aaron Rodgers a complicated fella. Often talked about Aaron that he's a comp, or, and it wasn't just Aaron, a lot of different players. He would say he's a complicated fella. So I'll just uh, say that. Can I just comment how quickly he realized he kind of said he was saying something he shouldn't be when he goes back to, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a, uh, all, a lot of players are. Yeah, he, he definitely, Greg, you said it earlier, the hall monitor Jesse Nelson says he started speaking without really knowing where he was going, which is kind of bad if you are these, like the business operations guy and you have to talk to people a bunch. He's not just the business operations guy. He's the president. He's got his hands all over the football side, too. I mean, he is the guy at the top. You want to blame the top man, then you want to blame Mark Murphy. And we uh, have the poll out on Twitter, at Scalzo and Bruss, which describes Ben Bruss better. Better, complicated or simple? Simple, 64% to 36% complicated so far. Uh, 800-990-3776 if you want to get in on the action. Again, 800-990-3776. And uh, we heard it last time, but I want to replay it because Dan Orlovsky said that he hears that and he thinks that means that the Packers want to get rid of Aaron Rodgers as much as Aaron Rodgers wants to get rid of the Green Bay Packers. It seems and it sounds like the Packers front office 
can tell us everything that we want to hear about we want to do everything we can to bring Aaron Rodgers back. And we're going to attack it every single day. No, you're not. You're, you're not. You're not, dude. I, because you, whether you consider complicated fella to have a negative connotation or not, not, it's not a positive one. Yeah. It's not an uplifting like, you know, like, hey, we, we need this guy back because he's our Super Bowl caliber quarterback. So I just think that the front office is done. I just think the front office yeah. doesn't want Aaron Rodgers around anymore just as much as it sounds Aaron doesn't want to be there. That Dan Orlovsky talking to Pat McAfee. Ben Brust agrees. I disagree. I, I think the Packers front office wants Aaron Rodgers back, and I think they want him back badly. I just think that, one, they're not going to bend. Like, they're not going to budge at all. They are going to stick to their guns, and they believe they have all the leverage in this situation, and Aaron Rodgers will either be playing with the, for the Green Bay Packers in 21, or he won't be playing football. And I think they're okay if he doesn't play, but I think they desperately want him to play. They're just not willing to trade their philosophy, not willing to trade their morals, not willing to trade the, or uh, change the way that they do things in order to get uh, Aaron Rodgers to return. They care more about the Packers than they care about Aaron Rodgers. And the other thing I'll say, Ben, is you say that, that, that Aaron Rodgers hates Goody. I wonder now if he hates Mark Murphy more than he hates Brian Gutekunst. Because Murphy is the guy that continues to say things and continues to step on him, you know, uh, you know, continues to, uh, to have to put his foot in his mouth because he continues to go out of line and, and say contradictory things. He says two weeks ago that he doesn't think either side should speak publicly and they can't stop speaking publicly about it. Yeah, I mean, he could be, uh, just Goody's guy to to get whatever Goody's feeling out there, you know. Like you got you got a buddy in which you go to and talk to all the time. And the same way Aaron Rodgers has a lot of different teammates that he talks to that go out in the media and say things in interviews, could be the same thing for Brian Gutekunst. He obviously works hand in hand in hand and with Mark Murphy, and Mark Murphy is. Put it out there on his Murphy takes fives that he that he very believe very much believes in Brian Gutekunst. So I, I think to your point, Greg. Yeah, sure. Maybe it's Mark Murphy more so now because he's saying things. But I think it's equal because those two are working hand in hand in trying to put this Packers organization in the right place moving forward. And it just feels ever more slightly every time Mark Murphy opens his mouth that they're not saying things that would welcome Aaron Rodgers back with open arms. And ultimately, if they want Aaron Rodgers, he is hearing everything. He is uber-sensitive to everything that's being said about him. He obviously heard this. Is that going to make him want to come back under center? Is that going to make him want to sit out for that year or however long it's going to be until they find a solution for him? It just it feels backwards. Like Even if you, if you want him back, why say it? If you want him back... Why say it at all? Just a, a, a lapse of judgment while talking to people because you think you got a crowd that wants to hear you vent about how he's complicated? Josh in Germantown chimes in 800-990-3776 says it seems Mark Murphy is a simple fella. I mean, if I'm being compared to Mark Murphy, that sucks. Because uh, right now, the poll on Twitter at Scalzoenbrus says I'm more simple than complicated, but Mark Murphy... But you also did say, like, for Mark Murphy, he should know better because of where he is in, in his life. So he either's the best, he's either great at faking it, or there is something there that has helped him uh, not only get to that point in the organization, uh, but also... 
um, you know, uh, be successful, right? I mean, he's been successful in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways that you can measure that job in terms of driving revenue for the Packers organization, in terms of on-field success. Mark Murphy, if he didn't speak very much recently, like people, like you look at that resume and what he's accomplished there. He's been scamming. He's been scamming people for quite some now, time. Now you might be want you what? might want to read between what Aaron Rodgers has said and saying that Aaron Rodgers is saying no. This this success with the organization is more about Brett and me than it is about a Mark Murphy. Um, but that is uh, you know that it's on his resume. Uh, ben, you you did mention it before, but like Mark Murphy seemed like he started talking without knowing where he was going. How often does that happen to you? Uh, it's happening right now, just as I open my mouth as you asked me that question. I'm starting to talk right now. At what point will I say something stupid where Josh has to hit the button where I explain one of the words that I said? So now I'm going to toss back to you, Greg. <laughs> Absolutely crushed it. Absolutely crushed it. Marcus Spears on Get Up this morning also kind of agreed with Dan Orlovsky. He thinks Green Bay is also at its wit's end with Aaron Rodgers. The Green Bay Packers have acknowledged this already. They acknowledged it back when Aaron Rodgers was no bite on anything that they were trying to do. They just had to play this song and dance on television. They had to be politically correct. And finally, uh, the slip-up, or if not a slip-up, the truth has come out about how the front office feels about Aaron Rodgers as well. And that is just what it has been. This ain't new, y'all. And that's what I've been trying to explain to people. We, right, Shefty broke the story at the draft, but we act like this ain't been going on. It's been going on. I think Green Bay is at their wits end. I believe Aaron Rodgers is at their wits end. And now we move into the phase of them getting maximum compensation for whoever they trade him to. That, again, Marcus Spears from Get Up on ESPN. And, like, I, I get the point of, hey, you know, they, they're just at their wits' end. I do wonder, though, why is it is it taken a significantly bigger deal that the team just has come out and, and through Mark Murphy and said Aaron Rodgers is a complicated fella, right? They said the Rodgers situation has created division amongst the, the fan base and that Rodgers is a complicated fella. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers on ESPN, with Kenny Bain, talks about how, uh, you know, this, this situation is about the philosophy of the organization, which goes right to the heart of Mark Murphy in the leadership group there. He continues that it's about character, it's about culture, it's about doing things the right way, and that a lot of it was put in motion, right? He goes out of his way to say how much he loves his fans, his teammates, his coaches. He doesn't include the front office or the leadership group. So, like, he pretty much said this is all about these guys and they have forgotten how important I am to the organization and they have messed up every step of the way and then all you hear on the other side is yeah he's a complicated fella and everyone's like oh my god I can't believe they called him a complicated fella he is a complicated fella all three of those guys in the leadership group including the coach that he loves have flown out to try to convince him hey play through your contract come back to the players coaches teammates fans that you love and try to win another Super Bowl and he says now nah, I'm just going to hang out in Hawaii and make social media videos and be the biggest distraction since Brett Favre did this to me when I was a draft pick and everyone's okay with the way that Aaron Rodgers handles it but now all of a sudden the front office comes out and all they say is the most obvious thing in the world that everybody 100% of people would agree with that Rodgers is complicated and it's like Mark Murphy just lit the whole damn world on fire. But Mark Murphy in his take five Murphy take 
Takes 5 Q&A on Packers.com said the less that's said publicly, the better. And then he goes out in public and is saying stuff about Aaron Rodgers that's going to get to Aaron Rodgers. He said one thing about Aaron Rodgers. He called him a complicated fella, which is just, again, like me being like Ben played basketball. Ben's a tall fella. I I think it's a little deeper than that, considering the history between the, the front office and Aaron Rodgers. But also in Murphy's Takes 5, he answered a question that wasn't even a question about Aaron Rodgers. So he, again, going out of his way to answer something about Aaron Rodgers, but, but it wasn't so even asked. Did Aaron Rodgers! I hear Aaron you. Aaron Rodgers went after those guys. I, Aaron Rodgers came out and probably did more damage in terms of talking about the leadership group than simply Aaron Rodgers is a complicated fella. That's just, it's, it's, it's saying the obvious. And I get that the act of saying the obvious defe- like over, uh, overrides the obvious itself in the sense that Rodgers is complicated. Again, in a vacuum, I don't think he fights that statement. But the fact that it was said in this space, all of a sudden gets all of his buddies, the Pat McAfee's, the Dan Orlovsky's fired up. Rogers took some shots at this front office and has, through many of his contacts, taken shots at this front office and then they say, complicated fella, and the world blows up. Ben Bross, tell us about Potosi Brewing Company and since we missed Free Beer Friday on Friday, tell the world how they can win a special edition of Free Beer Friday on a much-needed Monday. Yeah, on a, on a much-needed, you know, Monday. We're gonna go Brooklyn Brewery here. We're gonna we're gonna t- pour Ooh, one out for Brooklyn Brewery. Uh, they've been amazing. Actually, no, we are Potosi. We are we are presented by Potosi Brewing Company. Greg, you're ten steps ahead of me. We're gonna give away some Potosi Brewing Company beer right now. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Again, eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Caller one in Madison and caller one in Milwaukee. It's a race to the phone lines. 800-990-3776. Potosi Brewing Company, brewed in Beer's hometown. All of the proceeds go to not-for-profit. It's a wonderful brewery. You can check it out. Wonderful museum. Potosi Brewing Company, 800-990-3776. Call one in Madison. Call one in Milwaukee. Mark Murphy calls Aaron Rodgers a complicated fellow. We'll talk about it with the Lottery of Philanthropy coming up next with Jason Wilde. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Wait, wait, I don't want this to turn on to me completely, because Greg did get scammed by the internet, but I did scam Josh DiMaggio today. Yeah, I mean... You the- scam everybody every day. <laughs> That's why you are unscammable, because you are constantly the scammer. Looking, I yeah. am the scammed. I, I know where to look. <laughs> if there's a scam, I'll know. And Greg, you just, you believe in people too much, I guess. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Well, in the end, my friend, we will all be together again. Clutching on to my hand in a valley with sand. I just live in. Uh, is Aaron Rodgers a weed guy? Well, yeah. now he is. He's moved to Colorado. He's playing for Denver. <laughs> oh, he's already done it. It's a yes. done deal. Um, now, let me ask you this one. This is tough one. How do bees make honey? By having sex with each other. By having sex with each other. That's how bees make honey. That one half of the Deer District boys, Benny Brust, as him and Joshy DiMaggio took to the Deer District yesterday, got to talk to some fans, get some brilliant reaction like that outside of the stadium. Uh, Good stuff there from Ben Brust. Outside of the stadium. Well done, Benny. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing. I mean, you guys stopped the whole damn show to ask me how bees made honey, and I had said that they do it from sweating. Is it a better answer when bees have sex? That's how they make honey? 
Is that a better answer than what I did? Uh, it's a funnier answer, I would say. Um, but it, it, it's just as incorrect. Is that what you want? Who has less logic there? I feel like I have more logic. Um, I mean, one of them, you're eating the sweat of a bee. The other one, you're eating. You know what, Joshy? Did we ask anybody? Don't we have a cut of all of the people answering Ben Bruss questions? Let's go to that before I get into trouble. How do bees make honey? I don't know. How do bees make honey? They extract pollen from flowers, create hives, you know, the honeycomb process. Yes, yes. That's exactly what they need for food, man. How do bees make honey? By having sex with each other. By having sex with each other. That's how bees make honey. Bees make honey by, uh, they go to uh, different flowers and then they pollinate those flowers. And then when they pollinate them, they go back to the hive. And then the queen sits there and then she makes everything aware of what's happening. And the bees are, uh, are essentially dictating what's happening there at the, at the hive. How do bees make honey? I don't know, bro. All right. Sting the <laughs> somebody. What the f <laughs> that Ben Bruss doing uh, his journalistic work outside of the Deer District. You uh, guys call you me a simple fella. I'm just trying to get more information on how bees make honey and see. Were you in encouraged or feel worse after interviewing people about it? Well, the first two people I asked knew, so then I was on the I was on the hunt for somebody way more uh, out of the Greg, out of control. Greg, Drunk. here's the thing. He, both of those answers he referred to as the correct ones were in there, and they were both very different explanations. They just simply knew a little bit more. Yeah, they just said there was flowers <laughs> involved. Nobody, nobody told. Nobody had it right. Like that guy. What did the queen have to do with honey being made? He was describing what a what, like what a beehive is, I guess, or a colony of bees. But no one was really on it. That was uh, yeah. That that's a that's a. I don't even know what to say about that question, quite frankly. That that arrived after Ben Brust again last week after Are You Smarter Than Ben Brust talked about how he believed that honey came from the sweat of bees. And on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust, we ask, which describes Ben Brust better, simple or complicated? Simple, 70%. Complicated, 30%. Uh, Mike chimes in, says, feeble would have been a better word. It's mean. Ron in the key says the 33% that shows complicated are simple. Also mean. <laughs> I mean, we have a Bucks bot account that said Bucks taking game five and finishing off the series at home in front of the popping deer district. Yeah, love a good Bucks bot account. Just sending lots of fun and motivating things. Jason Wilde will be joining us at 5.45. Joshy DiMaggio did notify me before did not. the show. I forgot. I won't blame Josh here. He put it in the show sheet. I should have read it. It's <laughs> not. Uh, so I pat on the back to me for taking <laughs> accountability there. Uh, and we will go Jason Wilde at 4.45. And again, the simple complicated question to Ben Bruss derives from, let's get the long cut here, Joshy, so people can understand the context. From Mark Murphy calling Aaron Rodgers a Simple fella. Or excuse me, a complicated fella. <laughs> I'm often reminded, though, uh, of uh, Ted Thompson, I think most of you know, just a great general manager, uh, passed away uh, this past year, or excuse me, earlier this year. 
uh, often talked about Aaron that he's a comp or, and it wasn't just Aaron, a lot of different players, he would say, he's a complicated fella. So I'll just uh, say that. That Mark Murphy eloquently calling Aaron Rodgers a complicated fella, as you could assume. The entire Twitterverse blew up. Everybody who's on Rodgers' side went crazy. How does Mark Murphy say this? I can't believe he did this. Why would he stoke the fire? Uh, meanwhile, Dan Orlovsky's one of those people who was uh, upset about that comment from Mike, Mark Murphy, of course, ESPN NFL analyst. Uh, he went on to say that he thought that was a shot across the bow from the Packers, saying, yeah, we don't, you know how you don't want us, Rodgers? Well, we don't want you. He thought that's what that was. However, he did acknowledge that, like, of course Aaron Rodgers is a complicated fella. First of all, to say that Aaron is a complicated fella, let's break that down. So you mean to tell me that the guy that was overlooked in high school recruiting, then the guy that was overlooked after he went to um, Juco College, then the guy that was overlooked in college, then the guy that was overlooked in the NFL draft, he's got a little bit of stuff to him that you don't like now that he's gotten an incredible amount of... No, duh. No, doy, dude. Like, you don't you do not do all of that unless you are a complicated person that is wired very, very, very uniquely. I love a good no, doy. I actually don't. Yeah, because I don't really hear it that often. I know you like calling people dorks, Josh. Yeah, but I like, like that better I, I, than Here's no the thing: is is Josh? You don't ever say no doy. Oh, I'm a exactly. no doy guy. All no, you're the time. not. He's I've pulling never a Ben Brush. No guy. He's pulling a Ben Brush. <laughs> I'm a no, the self awareness can... <laughs> of Ben Brush. Give yourself a pat on the back, Ben. The self awareness. I'm not have. giving you a clap. That's oh, okay. I can. Poop, 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 He's right. You're pulling a Ben Brush. Like it sounds cool. You in the moment are like, oh, that that sounds funny. You've never in two years on this show said no no doy. Now I'm questioning how good of friends we all are because I'm a no doy guy and you can't take no doy away from me no matter how hard you try. We've spent more than just the two hours every day on this show with you, Josh. You've never, never said no doy. No so stop stop trying to live on your almighty and righteous platform. <laughs> no doy. Get out of here. So if we acknowledge like a few things, right? We can recognize one that uh, Aaron Rodgers has taken shots both directly and through others at the front office. How they operate in the philosophy of the organization. Yes, we can we can accept the fact that everybody agrees that Aaron Rodgers is a complicated fella. We can agree that Aaron Rodgers would acknowledge he's a complicated fella, and yet why? Why is everybody so upset and astounded that Mark Murphy went there and called Aaron Rodgers a complicated fella? 800-990-3776. Help me understand, because I'm Aaron Rodgers' number one supporter. I want him back more than anybody. No, because no, if you were Aaron Rodgers' number one supporter, Greg Scalzo... Well, I think everybody's trying to make this a bigger deal, and then Aaron's going to feel like it's a bigger deal, and it's just not a big deal. Like... You can talk about that. You're a complicated guy. They're trying to figure it out. You sent their coach, GM, and uh, a team president to go and talk to the guy three times because he's gotten his feelings hurt, and he's still down in Hawaii. What's he doing, Joshy, down there with his hair in a man bun? Like, he's a complicated guy. You know, roll it and light it. But, Greg, it's all about the context. Like, it's all about the context. He's in front of... 
Green Bay Packers nation, not nation, it's not the whole nation, but fans in front of him that he's speaking to. And if I'm Aaron Rodgers and my feelings do get hurt a lot, like you had just mentioned, then I want to hear something more than I'm a complicated fella. Aaron Rodgers and I are having as many conversations as we can because we want him to be a part of this organization moving forward. You keep it simple. You don't have to be a complicated fella. You just keep it simple and keep the train moving along. You know what, Greg? I think you're being outnumbered here three to one. I see Strofe nodding his head. I'm on si- on Ben's no, side. I'm not saying it was a smart it's a thing canyon. to say. We're but winning. you guys are overreacting to it. Like nobody nobody got upset at Aaron for taking shots at the front office. And again, I'm Aaron's guy, but I, he needs accountability. <laughs> I can't, I can't he do this. To, <laughs> he needs to recognize he needs to recognize it in himself. It's a moment of personal growth for the guy. We're like, you have to be able to take someone calling you a complicated fella. Do I think that this Packers team, do I think the organization is like at some point, and Chewy posited this earlier on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, I think last week, where Chewy said, the reason why you don't hear a lot of praise for Jordan Love is because they know that it would upset Aaron Rodgers. So at what point is an organization, when you can't compliment other players, when you can't talk about other players, when you can't correct Aaron Rodgers as he blames everybody for every loss over the past 10 years, uh, like, at what point can you just, you just can't talk about the guy, you can't talk about anything, you have to no comment everything, because Aaron Rodgers might get his feelings I hurt. I didn't no comment. I do think there is a lack of patience on that. You did no comment. No, I you said, said we're, we are working Rodgers together. <laughs> yes, I, I was coach, basically. It's no comment. 1265 no speech. No just I just can't keep the same thing that everyone should be saying across the organization and stick to it. It's basically a no comment. Shout out to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Six-year no-interest financing or 40% off installation if you get your order in before the end of the month. PellaWI.com slash radio. PellaWI.com slash radio. Or call 855-PELLA-WI. You hear Taushi talk about him. You hear Chewy talk about him. You hear everybody talk about the amazing work. Gina Adela and her entire team does at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Do not wait. Order by June 30th. Again, for your chance, six years no interest financing, 40% off installation. That is for number one in Wisconsin and states across the country in highest value, highest quality, highest innovation, and most preferred windows according to a 2021 consumer survey. Gina Adela is always direct. She's always honest. She is who you want starting for you. 855-PELLA-WI, 855-PELLA-WI, or PELLA-WI.com slash radio. We'll keep talking. Aaron Rodgers, Ben Bruss, complicated, simple. I said him in that order for a reason. That's next on Scalzo and Brust. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. You ready for the next question yep. for my brain? All right, so like they lay eggs. How do they like get impregnated? <laughs> I, are, are, are. <laughs> Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. We send Ben Brust out along with Josh DiMaggio to the Deer District yesterday. Want to get in the revelry, the excitement, the raw emotion from a big win. One of the biggest wins in Bucks playoff history over the last 40 years occurred yesterday. And I wanted to feel that. I wanted to get what 
it felt like to be a part of the Deer District yesterday on Sunday after a Game 4 victory. And all I get is a bunch of clips of Ben Brust talking about Ben Brust and asking people about Ben Brust. Uh, that's what we got yesterday. Ben Brust is awesome. I like that guy. I mean, it's never-ending. It was just Ben Brust on Ben Brust. Ben Brust trying to be funny there as he's talking about who else but Ben Brust. He is Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. Scalzo and Brust presented by uh, Potosi Brewing Company across the ESPN Wisconsin. Josh DiMaggio, Alex Strofe running the show. You, the Scalzo and Brust family on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust calling us, texting us, 800-990-3776. And on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust, a couple of our poll questions. Uh, would you rather go inside to watch the game or hang outside in the Deer District in the playoffs? It's settling in. 65-35 people want to be inside of the building. We also ask, is that voice you heard? Ben Brust, complicated or simple? Ben Brust being called simple by 68% of the Scalzo and Brust family. Only how many percent, Ben, think that you're complicated? 22. 32. 32. <laughs> you also sound very Not open right now. I'm a very complicated person. There's a lot going on in my mind, so I didn't have time to do math there. All right, get it out. You're on the radio. What's on in your mind right now? David Samuels chimes in on my Twitter account. These Bucks fan bot accounts. At Ben Brust, at Greg Scalzo. Nothing like watching a Bucks beat down in person. I emoji. His name's not David Samuels. It's a, it's a fake person. Then we move on to Tony Maslin. Maybe he's a real person because the name's kind of messed up. At Greg Scalzo, at Ben Brust, at Josh DiMaggio, hashtag Deer District. He should make it hashtag Deer District Boys. Deer District is madness, and this Buck squad isn't losing a game at home the rest of the playoffs. Heat emoji. I mean, the vibes are real. The Deer District Boys were down there. The Twitter bot accounts are tweeting us about the excitement. It's tied 2-2. Kyrie Irving rolled his ankle. James Harden doesn't have a hamstring. The Bucks are they real? I predicted the Nets. When I predict something, it usually does opposite. Feeling good. Did I just reverse jinx the Bucks? Nah. Nothing describes Benny Bucks better than you never know what side he's really on. And he's always wrong, and he's always right. Yeah, I mean, if, if the if the Nets win this series, I mean, I kind of reverse jinxed it now. And if the Bucks win, uh, I can take credit there, too, because I got all these bot fan accounts tweeting me. The scam artist Ben Brust in full display. Jonah in Cedarburg chimes in and says, I'm going to keep it simple. Ben, you're simple. Nice, Jonah. Really creative. Nicely done. Simpleton. Right. Joshy, let's hear from Benny Bucks. Benny Bucks. Benny Bucks is on the Bucks side when it looks like they'll do great, and that's when they lose, and then Bunny Bucks is against the Bucks when they don't look good, <laughs> and that's when they win. It seemingly happens every postseason where you just can't match the take up with what is going to happen. Well, I mean, if you they're not going to beat the Nets. So if you're if you're uh, Benny Bucks says they are not going to win the series against the Nets. So if that means they do opposite of what I say, like the past has proven, then let's start the celebration. Celebration now. Again, he says that whole thing. He tries to stay firm, and then he just leaks at the end where you just don't know what side is really on. Just a little Leave bit. The crack open there uh, as he hopes to dive on through that crack. Whoa. That's what she said. <laughs> 
if the Bucks can pull it off and win Bucks in six. I mean, it would be amazing. It would be so amazing because, again, I made that take, Greg, that you just heard because I want the Bucks to win this series. I knew they would oh come back. God. Like I just knew. I, like Because I'm the, I'm the jinx, Like I wanted to put those vibes out there so that people would be more confident in the Bucks coming back down 2-0. Joshi, what did I say before this series? Uh, going forward, even against a team like the Nets, who I think the Bucks win in six. Holy wow. crap. <laughs> that you, no, good job. Round of applause yeah. for Joshi. He took a bunch of things Greg said, he put it all together, he mashed it up into some audio clip and made Greg sound good and me sound stupid. Good job, Scalzo and Brust family. Why are you taking them out? Yeah, I'm. I'm at. Like, you you're like we're every, all. We're all part. Of, we're all part of everybody. Yeah, I meant you guys. We, we're the. We're you the, clearly like. No, we're the nucleus of the family. Like, you. You just ultimately admitted that yes, I don't give any opinion when I give my opinion on the Bucks. I always leave the door open. I was very clear. I said Bucks and six. I've been high on the Bucks, and when they were down two zero, you were giving me a lot of crap. Now they're back two two uh, through. Just pure merit of their own has nothing to do with anything else, and uh, here you are once again lashing out. Zach, the official unofficial Saints fan, the official unofficial racing sausage of Scalzone Brust, who's now the official unofficial Hawaiian of Scalzone Brust, just chimes in and says, "Fellas, what up? It's a great day to have a day. Go Bucks, go." I mean, it's pretty easy to say great great day to have a day when you're in Hawaii. Um, although it has been nice out in Wisconsin, so I can't say that. It's, it was beautiful outside of the Deer District yesterday. <laughs> You're just Garrett having a conversation Mech- with yourself. That happens. Garrett and Mequon <laughs> says one or zero for Josh and Alex Strofe. Ben has a higher EQ than Greg. I don't know what EQ is versus IQ, or if he meant to say IQ. He doesn't have a high IQ because E is far away from I on the keyboard, so he's pretty stupid. You know what high IQ guys do? They say stuff like this. Bucks win in six. Stop Thanks, this. Joshy. Wow. The Aaron Rodgers number one supporter that doesn't even support Aaron Rodgers, Greg Scalzo? That's who you're supporting right now? I'm the number one Aaron Rodgers supporter. Stop trying to separate me and Rodgers. I'm the one person who has the love to tell Aaron Rodgers the things that he needs to hear because I care about the guy. I'm not just willing to placate him every step of the way like like Joshi DiMaggio because he's constantly looking up to him, which I understand. Like You guys, you make some valid points, but I am Rodgers' number one supporter. I'm like his... Well, I don't want to go there, but like I'm, I'm, I, I will. I'm like a parent, right? Your parents have to tell you the things that, that you need to hear. I'm like his parent. I hope he keeps talking to me after this. If you had 30 seconds with Aaron Rodgers, what would you say and would he ever listen to you again? If I had 30 seconds with Aaron Rodgers, just to, like, to try to resolve this situation? Yes, as Aaron Rodgers' number one supporter. I mean, Bucks yeah, win I think six. I would, that's what I would say. Bucks and six, why, why are you helping him out, Josh? You don't throw me a life raft ever. I drown in these airwaves and cry for help and you leave me out there. And you Bucks give him help. Six. Ben somehow just makes this all about himself once again. And it's not about him. It's about you, the Scalzo and Bruss family. It's why I have to tell you about American Family Insurance, AmFam.com, to find your AmFam agent as a first-time homeowner. I was worried. I don't know what I'm doing. I never know what I'm doing. So when we had to submit our first claim through home insurance for our home insurance, like... 
I was so happy that I worked with my agent at American Family Insurance, who I've known, who I trust, who I can call and say, okay, here's what happened. Help me. And she did every step of the way with American Family Insurance. You're going to get a homeowner's policy built specifically for you. So if you're a first-time homeowner, they're going to protect the dream of homeownership you've worked so hard to achieve when you protect both your home and auto. With American Family, you can save up to 28%. American Family Insurance. Dream fearlessly, insure carefully. Jason Wildy, Packers connoisseur, joins us next to talk Aaron Rodgers. Complicated fella for the lottery of philanthropy, for real this time. That's next on Scalzo and Prost. Well, I mean, if you they're not going to beat the Nets. So if you're, if you're uh, Benny Buck says they are not going to win the series against the Nets. You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Speaking of punishments... Oh, Benny, you sneaky, sneaky boy. I, I honestly, I honestly, no, guys, this is one of those times where, like, sometimes I try to bamboozle things. I didn't bamboozle this one. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Twitter at Scalzo and Bruss, sixty-nine percent of the Scalzo and Bruss family says Ben Brust is simple. Only thirty-one percent says Ben Brust is complicated. Of course, Mark Murphy called Aaron Rodgers a complicated fella. That came out over the weekend. We're joined now by Jason Wildy. You hear him every day uh, from nine to noon across these very stations on Wildy and Tausch. If you miss it, you can check out their podcast, Wildy and Tausch, wherever you listen to podcasts. He is Jason Wildy. How are you, Jason? Hi, guys. How are you today? I'm doing great, Benny. How are you? I'm just a simple fellow over here, you know. Simple, simple Simon met a pieman on his way to the radio studio. I mean that you are a complicated fellow because this simpleton <laughs> could not think of such statement. Uh, I don't, I don't know how complicated I am, but I don't think complicated meant complicated there anyway. So I don't think it really matters whether you're simple or complicated. What did you think it meant there, Jason? I think it meant difficult or a pain in the ass. Okay. Wow, Did was I that a beep? That was, that was a perfect timing. Like right when I said that. I didn't realize the FCC was actually a city <laughs> soccer practice. That was really strange. That was very strange. Uh, I'll try not to use any more questionable language while I'm on the show. Sorry about that. We uh, we don't welcome that, Jason. I think I was okay with that, wasn't it? Was that, a, was that, was that no, need to be dropped? That's a-okay. You're fine on this. The, the, the caller right. next to you is not okay with it, but you were fine. I'm standing in the middle of a field. But I keep, <laughs> now, I keep looking, now I keep looking at the mom who beat the horn, and I think she did it accidentally, but now I'm making her feel self-conscious. Before we get to the lottery of philanthropy, do you think Ben Bruss is a complicated fella or a simple fella, Jason? I think he's a great fella. He's uh, uh, he's he's a good human being. Said, huh? I like that answer. Uh, it's a nice. A good, that's actually you know the what? nicest yeah. answer I've got today. So I'm going to take it around. Yeah, with you know it. what he should. Well, I'm going to uh, I'm going to Benny. I'm going to put you in the Rogers spot and myself in the uh, Mark Murphy spot. Yeah, I mean it works. I've compared would. myself to Aaron Rodgers a lot over the last month. So uh, go well, ahead. You both have. You definitely both have egos. That is, um, that is for sure. So. If I'm Mark Murphy, first of all, I'm not quoting someone who told me something privately and he's dead to not give context. 
I, I that really bothers me. Like I think that if you're the CEO or the president of a company and you do that, I think that's embarrassing. I'm sorry. There's no there, he has no business doing that, and he did it to try and make it seem like he wasn't saying it. Well, I'm, I'm going to just use what Ted Thompson said. You know, if you're going to say something, then own it. Okay, and I would say that to Mark's face if he was standing here by the goal at soccer practice. My bigger thing is is that I just don't see what the upside is of what he said, and I don't think like I don't think he planned it out. I don't think he did it with intent. I think it maybe showed how his feelings are, but I don't think it was like some sort of calculated, you know, I'm going to call him a name that a lot of people are going to take as a dig. Because it was a dig. Like, he didn't say complicated in in a nice way. I saw Evan Cohen this morning had a a question for um, on on Morning Men that uh, when you call someone complicated, what is it? What do you really mean? And like all the tweets in response said difficult or pain in the you know what, because I don't want to have that woman honk the horn again. (laughs) So if I'm him and you're my guy, I'm going to say, you know, Aaron is a magnificent player. We really want him to come back. We don't see eye to eye in some things, and we're trying to work through those. But he's a really smart guy. I think he knows that we need him in order to be a Super Bowl team. And we certainly know that. And we want to find common ground on the things that we – haven't found common ground on yet, but you know, he is still a special player and a special guy that we want to be part of our program. And then there's no controversy, even if he is complicated, even if he is difficult, even if he is a pain in the butt sometimes, because look, this idea that um, he, he didn't say anything inaccurate. He just said something he doesn't belong saying when you're engaged in a public dispute with your best player. That's all like Aaron Rodgers is complicated. Uh, he is. He's he is. 99 yeah. out of 100 rooms that he's in. He's the smartest guy in the room. So I, I don't Except like for when he's with me. I, um, yeah, <laughs> there's probably somebody other smart, some other smart person in there with you. Most likely. <laughs> most likely. Now, Jason, uh, and we'll scrap the lottery philanthropy here. But quickly, like you talk about Mark Murphy, you talk about this public dispute. What has been Mark Murphy's role in getting this to the point that it has become a public dispute? Well, I mean, let's be honest. The day after the NFC Championship game, he goes on the radio and says, we're not idiots. Aaron Rodgers is going to be the quarterback of of our team. Well, the question was more about, like, how long are you going to be committed to him? And he keeps using 2021 and beyond. You know, he hasn't put a timetable on what beyond means, right? I don't think he's helped at all. I think he's made it worse. But again, I was saying this to somebody who asked me this, one of the other parents at soccer practice. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is pissed off about what he said. I think Aaron Rodgers is happy about what he said because I think it illustrates very clearly exactly what Aaron Rodgers has been complaining about and saying is part of the problem, that you don't treat people well and that the, there's dysfunction within how the culture and the organization is. And when the president does something like that, I think that's just proof of what he's just been saying. Jason, how much of what comes out of the Packers front office, whether it's Gutekunst or Murphy, when they speak, how much of that is from the idea that they're being fixated on that first-round draft pick of Jordan Love and believe he could be the guy? I mean, look, I I know that there were those who disagreed with Tausch and I when we said that we did not think that uh, Brian Gutekunst understood the full ramifications of using a first-round pick on a quarterback. I stand by that. There are others in the building that feel that way too. 
Um, I, look, he, he, you don't draft a guy in the first round to not be your quarterback. That's obviously their intent. Um, he underestimated Rodgers and how good he was going to be once he knew the system. To me, the question is, is Rodgers, if he comes back this season, is he going to come back and play at a close approximation of the level that he played at last year? Because if he did, then you really, uh, then what are you going to do? I guess it maximizes your trade value, but I will be a skeptic on Jordan Love until I'm proven otherwise. Jason, thank you for the time. We appreciate it. We will talk to you next week. Ben is going to voluntarily make a uh, $20 donation um, to a charity here. Thank you, Jason. Always great to talk to my two favorite complicated guys. All right, take care. Be good. Jason Wildey, Wildey well, and Tausch, 9 to noon across these very stations. Ben Bruss, Eat Street, fantastic partner of ours. Uh, should be showing up at my door here uh, over the next 10 to 15 minutes. So when I roll home, young parent, got the kid, not a lot of time to cook, not a lot of time to clean. We'll have our food waiting for us there. The official food delivery partner of the Milwaukee Bucks, the Milwaukee Brewers, and of course us, the Scalzo and Bruss family. Download the app. You get seven days. Free delivery. We love Eat Street. It connects us with our favorite bars, taverns, and restaurants where we're at. Started in Madison, based in Madison, serving the Madison area, the Milwaukee area, around the state of Wisconsin. Summer's nuts. I mean, we are coming out of this pandemic. There's events all the time, weekends. This 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 is how I felt yesterday. I was out of town for four days. I came home to an empty fridge. And did I want to go to the grocery store? Absolutely not. I just ordered Eat Street, and that's how they make it convenient for you. They will deliver to your favorite outdoor spaces, parks, lakes. In Madison, Eat Street will deliver to James Madison Park, the Capitol Square, Wingra Boats. You can get stuff delivered while you're doing all these great activities. Sixers Hawks game four up next in Madison on the tee with Stephen Watson, Gabe Neitzel in Milwaukee.